good news is the Blue Jackets finally won a hockey game. The bad news is uh, basically everyone is injured. We're going to talk about the win over Philadelphia. We are going to talk about the Blankenberg injury, the Warinsky injury, the Gabranson injury, the Boracek injury, the Corrali injury, the, Jan- the Kent Johnson injury, uh, some call-ups, and uh, probably talk a little bit about Conor Bedard because it looks a little bit like that's where we might be heading this season. So we're going to talk about all of that and more on today's Locked on Blue Jackets. Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster, here to bring you news stories, uh, sometimes fun, sometimes bad. Today it is mostly bad, I'm afraid, uh, about your favorite team on mine, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before we get started, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day every day. Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms and also over on YouTube. So if you haven't hit subscribe over there, then uh, feel free to do so. We're going to be starting our prospect coverage or our 2023 draft coverage a little bit earlier than expected, I think, because of uh, how bad last night's game was. I just want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. And where this podcast is going to start is uh, with the good, honestly. Uh, the Blue Jackets won a game last night, uh, ended their five-game winning, uh, losing streak, excuse me, uh, against the Philadelphia Flyers, which, honestly, I am unsurprised that it went this way. I also would have been unsurprised if it had been the exact opposite score. Um, Blue Jackets won 5-2. to two. two of those were empty netters, so realistically it was a 3-2 win, but uh, goals from Johnny Gaudreau, two goals from Boone Jenner, uh, a goal from Nick Blankenberg and uh, a goal from Zach Wierenski. So uh, I believe that was even on the power play, but I might be uh, incorrect about that. Um, it was not on the power play. I thought it was. It must have been just after. Um, but the point is, lots of good news in terms of who's scoring. Uh, goal from Wierenski, I believe his first or second of the season. Um, a goal from Gaudreau, his sixth of the season. Uh, weirdly, he's only scored goal home goals so far this season. Uh, he's only scored a nationwide, which does make me laugh. Um, two goals from Boone Jenner um, and a goal from Nick Blankenberg. So one of the Jenners and the Blankenberg goal were both empty netters. But hey, they still count. Uh, Boone Jenner's up to four on the season. Blankenberg is, uh, that's his second of the season. And uh, honestly, overall, a pretty good game. Uh, lots of good things to talk about in it. Uh, the Blue Jackets, I thought, competed for the full 60 minutes. Um, the first Flyers goal, the Tony D'Angelo goal, I really feel like it could have been a goalie interference call. Um, I don't pretend to know what goalie interference is any more than the average ref uh, because it's just kind of a let's spin the wheel and see what happens, but they didn't call it. I thought personally it could have been a goalie interference call, but the Blue Jackets came back to win the game anyway, so I'm not super mad about it. Um, Jonas Korpisal, I think, might have been my first star of this game. Um, he made 32 of 34 saves. Uh, it's only his second start of the season. Uh, I thought he was fine against the Avs in um, in Finland, but this was a really, really solid game for him. His first uh, win since January 
of 2022, I believe. Uh, and then he proceeded to then not win a game uh, until he went out with an injury in March. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, but I, I really liked his game. I thought he was collected. I thought he was calm. Um, he looked very much like um, the Jonas Kopitalo that we saw in the first post Bobrovsky season, uh, where, the, you know, this for better or worse was him, was his. He got the all-star vote. Um do I think that he's managed magically managed to turn it around after you know three or two and a half middling seasons? Uh, no, but it's really really good to see uh, peak Jonas Corposalo last night. Um, and he's going to need to be on his game because the Blue Jackets lost some more players uh, in this game. Uh, we're going to talk about that in a minute. Um, we're going to finish off. Uh, the Blue Jackets continued strong faceoff percentage, fifty two point four percent. On the night, um, I assume that most of that is Boonjena because that's just kind of how this goes at this point. Um, Brennan Gaunt was at 72% for his face-offs. Um, he made his season debut, had one assist on, I think, Nick Blankenberg's empty net goal with that face-off win, which was really fun. Um, with the additions to injured reserve, I think he's probably going to be getting some more ice time, which is great. I like Brennan Gaunt a lot. Um, hilariously, Patrick Line must have taken like one, literally one face off and won it. He had 100%. Um, Sillinger and Jenna both sitting at about 40, 40 to 45%, and uh, Jack Rossovic sitting on 40%. So, uh, really, I think Brendan Gaunt was the guy that was carrying the uh, the face offs in this game, which is very funny to me. Um, but for the most part, Blue Jackets, I thought they played, they played well. Uh, power play did not garner any goals, but I thought it looked better um we'll see how it goes now that um two of the best offensive defensemen on the team are out long term but this could have been a, a much worse game i thought um it got a little bit hazy towards the third period they got outshot nine to 16 by the flyers um but they managed to weather the storm uh, i don't believe they uh, they had one goal in the second period, one goal in the third period. So, you know, Skopsalo made 15 of 16 saves in the third period. So he really kind of held down the fort, especially when, you know, losing Wierenski, uh early in the game and then losing Gabranson. I think, like, I think they lost Wierenski in the first period and then they lost Gabranson in the second period. And then in the third period, both Gabrikov and Blankenberg went down late in the third with um, either... Uh, weird hits or things like that. Um, it turns out that Blankenberg's got a broken ankle. Uh, Gavrikov appears to be okay. Um, we're just going to knock on wood to make sure it stays that way. But uh, for a team that was basically rolling four, three and a half defensemen, I guess, um, for most of the second half of the game, uh, Corpusala, I thought, shut it down and did really well. Um, in a minute, we have to talk about the injury news because there is lots of it. Uh, so that's what's coming up. In a minute, we're going to talk about what losing Wierenski for the season means. We're going to talk about who else is missing, who's going to have to step up in this case. Uh, but first, I have to tell you all about Bet Online because it is your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer, uh, esports, wrestling, uh, UFC, boxing. They've got it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, which if you're listening to Locked on Blue Jackets, I assume you love a sports podcast, you can find those at BetOnline as well. They are the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. And honestly, if you wanted to put some money on the Blue Jackets landing Connor Bedard at the draft, 
this summer, that might not be a bad idea. Uh, so you can head to betonline.net on your laptop or mobile device to do that or to just learn a little bit more about the trends and the action because BetOnline is where the game starts. So the injury list for the Blue Jackets just keeps getting longer and worse. Uh, they were already out. Sean Crowley missed the game. Uh, Jake Voracek missed the game. And Kent Johnson missed the game. Now, I believe that Kent Johnson is only dinged up, um, was, I believe, Brad Larson's, uh, the way Brad Larson phrased it. Um, Crowley and Voracek have both gone on injured reserve. Uh, I believe Crowley is day-to-day. Uh, Voracek is a little a little bit more long-term, I think, which, again, worries me. Um, and then they also added defenseman Nick Blankenberg. He broke his ankle in the... Um, in the game last night. I don't know when. Uh, I don't remember seeing him go down. I know he, he got hit in the head. Oh, he got, oh, he got cross-checked by Ivan Provorov, and I thought that's what the, the injury was. But no, so he broke his ankle at some point in the game and then just continued to play on it, I guess. Um, and th- so he's out for six to eight weeks um, on top of Cabranson, who had a really nasty, um, I think it was completely accidental. Uh, in the second period, I think he got knocked over by a one flyer and then another flyer just kind of accidentally kneed him in the back of the head and it smashed him face first into the boards. And there was a big line of blood running right down the middle of his forehead. Um, he didn't go back to the game, uh, I assume, because he's a, a mildly to moderately concussed. Um, not on IR, so that's a good sign. But if he's not playing tomorrow, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, and they uh, also announced that Zakarensky suffered a separated shoulder and a torn labrum in the game. Uh, he's going to miss the rest of the regular season. Uh, I think it's a six to eight months uh, recovery time for that. Uh, this is not the shoulder that he has previously uh, injured on two separate occasions. Uh, I believe he had a, a couple of seasons ago, he had a torn labrum on the other shoulder. This is the... The second shoulder, this is the good shoulder, quote-unquote. So, really, really bad news. Um, and the Blue Jackets have, like, two healthy adult defensemen at the minute. It's not it's not great. Um, they have recalled uh, Gavin Berruther, Marcus Bjork, and David Juracek from the Cleveland Monsters. Sorry to Cleveland, we've taken all of your defensemen. Um, so, we're going to talk about those guys in a little bit. Uh but I wanted to kind of, I pulled up some stats on, uh, or I was tweeting some stats on Locked on Blue Jackets, uh, L-O underscore Blue Jackets, because I was like, oh, it's it's just going to be Vladislav Gavrikov and children. And uh, I was correct. Um, so current healthy CBJ defenseman in games played. Gavrikov is leading the way with 217 uh, NHL games. Uh, he has 128. Jake Bean has 123. Uh, Gavin Bayreuther has 72, David Yerchek has two, and uh, if Marcus Bjork draws into the game tomorrow, which I assume he will, uh, he, he that will be his NHL debut. So, if you put all of that together, uh, the average, it's average of like 90.3 uh, career games per defenseman. Um, if you add Gabranson into that, he's got, I think, 654 NHL games. Uh, it goes all the way up to 170 games per defenseman on average of experience. Um, worrying. 
not great. Um, I don't like any of this. Um, it really, really sucks to see, especially Warinsky go down. I thought he'd been really good so far this season. Um, again, you know, he, he and Nick Blankenberg, for for my money, have been our two best defensemen. Um, so to see them both go down in the same game for you know a minimum of six weeks for Blankenberg and the rest of the year for Warinsky, like it just it really sucks. Um, and when you add that to, you know, Gabranson missing a couple of games, I've been critical of Gabranson, um, but I think he's looked better uh, at the, the later games or the more recent games. Um, he'll probably be back sooner than the other guys, but you don't want to mess with concussions. Um, and frankly, at this point, we could just use a guy that has played in the NHL before. Um, add that to the fact that Adeboquist is out with a broken foot, probably for another, I think, eight eight to 10 weeks. I don't remember when he went down exactly, but there's just, there's a lot, there's a lot of, of things to worry about here. Um, the Blue Jackets, who were already kind of shaky defensively, have uh, gotten a lot weaker on defense. Um, like I said, Wierenski, he plays a ton of minutes. Um, he's pretty good offensively. He's fine defensively. Um, he loves to make assists. Uh, he's, decent on the power play and the penalty kill it's man i don't know it's just rough uh going down to four defensemen for the game i was like you know what they've done this before they can do it again and then at the end of the game or you know this morning i guess when you find out okay Wierenski's done the season i think last night brad larson said oh it's not good news not good news at all for zach and i was like oh crap um, I did think that separated shoulder might be on the, the list of possibilities, just looking at the injury. Um, he kind of he hit his elbow off the the lip of the boards, and I assume that what's happened is the entire joint has just fallen out of place, essentially. Um, so extremely, extremely painful and disappointing because he had a really, he was having a really good game. I think he had two assists. Uh, no, he had a goal and an assist uh, in the first period, and then obviously went down to injury. So at the players that the Blue Jackets have that are healthy in terms of defensemen, like I'm looking at who needs to step up and this is a this is a bad this is not a great defensive squad. Um I like Avrikov a lot. Um I feel fine about Andrew Peak. Um Jake Bean has really been struggling this season. Maybe he'll pick it up with some more ice time. I mean he doesn't really have a choice. Uh Gavin Bayreuther has been only okay for the games that I've seen him play this season and last season, he didn't super impress me. Um, so really what it comes down to is can David Juracek show the, show them that he's NHL ready. Um, I kind of talked to uh, Rachel Donner yesterday of, of Locked on Flyers about this. I don't think he's NHL ready yet. I think his skating especially needs to take a big step forward, but he, he has the opportunity and maybe he can take it. Um, the one that has really intrigued me, actually, is uh, Marcus Bjork, who I really liked in the uh, preseason. And he has uh, really been... He's had a really good start to the season for the Monsters. Um, I'm just trying to pull his stats up now. Um, this is his first season with the Monsters. Uh, he's doing really well uh and now he's kind of been rewarded uh he signed his entry level contract um in in may 2022 so i think he played 
maybe a couple of games last season, but this is his first real rookie season. Uh, he's got five points in 11 games so far. Uh, he, uh, he's been one of their best defensemen, and I think he's been rewarded with a call-up, which is really great to see. However, he's very young, and uh, I don't know that he's... This is a tough situation for the Blue Jackets to throw him into. They don't really have a choice, but I think it's a really tough situation for him specifically and also for uh, David Juracek. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about both of those guys in just a minute. Uh, that's what's coming up next on Lockdown Blue Jackets. Thank you for making Lockdown Blue Jackets your first listen of the day. Now go ahead and make your second listen of the day, Locked On Sports Today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sport, you can go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights that only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today is available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. So the biggest story of uh, of last night's game, obviously, was the, the defense injuries. So... Blue Jackets have gone and they've called up basically every defenseman in uh, in Cleveland. Um, I expected the Eurocheck call up. Uh, he was, I think, the last guy to be called up when they realized that they were going to be down an extra defenseman. Um, obviously, putting Blankenberg on uh, on IR. Um, Bjork was a surprise, but I'm not mad about it. Um, I think he's been really good for the Monsters. I think he's earned a call up. Um, like I said, he's been. I think he and Eurocheck, I think, have been their best defensemen. And uh, pretty uh, pretty solid start to his professional career, I think. Um, the one that confuses me is the Gavin Berry with the call-up. And I think it's very much a case of this feels like, a, well, they need experience. And he's kind of the most experienced uh, defenseman that they have that is not broken or already on the roster um he's got 72 career games uh he played he's been with the blue jackets for a couple of seasons um they sent him to well seattle picked him and then he immediately came right back uh he has uh 14 points in 72 career games so far he's got nine of those points uh in 53 games with columbus and uh he's got Four points so far in four games with the Cleveland Monsters this season. Um, now, in a vacuum, I do not dislike this call-up. However, I am wondering if they have picked him over Jake Christensen just to have a little bit of uh, experience, which is fine. I think if you're gonna if you're gonna call up Yurichek and Bjork, who have a combined two NHL games between them, then I think calling up Jake Christensen, who has I think what, three NHL games. Um, for better or worse, you need a guy like Barrier to sit on that third pairing and just eat some minutes, if nothing else. And, you know, he knows how the game works. He's been in the system uh, for a couple of years now. He knows how that works. Um, I would have liked to see Christensen get the call up, but I understand why that they've called um, Barrier up instead. Um, all things considered, this is going to be a real test for the Blue Jackets. They play the Islanders tomorrow. Uh, the Islanders, who are doing pretty well this season, um, I believe they just lost to Arizona. Which I mean, there's no shame in <laughs> there's no shame in losing. Well, there's quite a lot of shame in losing to Arizona, but you know what I mean. Blue Jackets did the same thing uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, they're currently nine and six. They are third in the Metro, um, especially after 
last season, which I think was a real disappointment for Islanders fans. I, I don't think that they got massively better over the offseason, but they seem to be uh, succeeding. So I think that's going to be a really good test for the Blue Jackets to uh, take their squad of baby defensemen out and see if they can make something happen against uh, against the Islanders. Um, I would be surprised to see Corpusalo start, um, especially after his strong performance in Finland, strong performance uh, against Philadelphia, you've got to put Elvis back in at some point. But right now, I think maybe you just ride the hot hand, give Elvis some time away to kind of reset, rethink. Um, we're going to talk a little bit more about the Islanders in uh, tomorrow's episode. We're going to do a weekend episode because uh, I'm going to sit down with Gilman of Locked Islanders. We're going to catch up, uh, see how the Islanders are doing, see what's giving them uh, the most success, uh, preview the game, and... Uh, have some fun with it. So that's going to be tomorrow's episode. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, that's going to be it from me today. I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find the podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. Uh, if you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at LockedOnBlueJackets at gmail.com. Thank you once again for making this your first listen of the day every day. Locked on Blue Jackets continues to be free and available on all podcast platforms. And uh, if you would like to chin me up by subscribing and boosting my subscriber account. Uh, that would help me out. Uh, if you hit subscribe, then you get notified when new episodes go live every day. So it helps you out. It's a win-win situation for everyone. And uh, until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on. <laughs>